story time with Mama G. Come and hear a story with me. Love who you want to be, who you are. Learn these lessons and we'll go far. It's story time. Story time. Story time with Mama G. It's story time with Mama G. It's rather catchy that, isn't it? Well, I suppose it is how theme tunes are supposed to work. And indeed, it is time for story time with Mama G. I think it's episode six now. You lucky things. And this story is one that I was telling over the summer for the Space Chase Summer Reading Challenge. So some of you might have seen me tell this story live and in person. But for those of you that haven't, this is the story of Alan the Alien. story of an alien who lived in outer space, but he had one great big dream, to live amongst the human race. So much so he changed his name to something less alien canon. He went from being called Sprixbrocket to being called simply Alan. Alan would look down at Earth and his heart would skip a beat. Oh, what I'd give to live along that world's long and winding streets. And to smell the flowers, and feed the birds, and go swimming in the sea. Oh, living on Earth would make me as happy as any alien could be. You see, life on Alan's planet wasn't that great. In fact, it was pretty bad. And that's why he'd started to dream those dreams of Earth that he had had. Where Earth has its seasons, sun, rain, and snow, a dusty, dry planet is all some aliens know. And where we have our culture, books, music, and sport. To be entertained, all Alan had was his very simple thoughts. Eventually, Alan had had enough. Oh, I have to get away. I need to visit planet Earth, and I think today's the day. He got into his spacesuit. Oh, he looked super smart. And then he got into a spaceship before he had a change of heart. He took a deep breath and closed his eyes. And before he could change his mind, he flew through space at an incredible pace and then landed in Leeds. Which was unkind. No, 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 I'm joking. He didn't land in Leeds. He landed in a rubbish dump, which wasn't our best hello. It made it seem that unlike his dream, Earth was full of rubbish wherever you go. Then he noticed that the rubbish dump was bobbing up and down. Strange. I've always thought that Earth was solid, at the very least the ground. A bird flew by and Alan cried, Oi, mate, can you explain? The seagull squawked, You're in the sea, but the humans treat it like a drain. They throw their rubbish in with the fish and don't care what happens next. And now so many of my friends end up with plastic round their necks. The bird flew off and Alan thought, Oh, I think I've got a bit confused. This planet is so beautiful. This isn't how it should be used. I'm going to go and meet some humans to find out what's going on. I'm sure they want the world to be beautiful too, and that seagull must be wrong. 
the spaceship shot up into the sky and Alan flew around the world until he landed in a playground that was full of boys and girls. Some of them were in a circle, pulling funny faces and calling names at someone in the middle who didn't look the same. She had a different colour skin and was wearing different clothes. But just like all the others, Alan noticed, she has two eyes, two ears, a mouth, a nose. Alan watched the bullies, who were getting very mean. He watched until it got too much, and he had to intervene. Stop it, please! Why do you hate her? I thought that everyone being different is what makes this planet greater. The chanting stopped. Their faces rested. Phew! They think I'm right! Then they all turned to Alan. Get the alien! They screamed. Alan ran into the spaceship and immediately took flight. Alan flew around and round. What was going on? Earth wasn't at all what he thought. How could he have been so wrong? The beautiful mountains passed him by. The rivers and forests too. And all the while he wondered why. And perhaps what he could do. When after a while he looked down at the ground and saw something in distress. In fact, it was a circus bear wearing fancy dress. The bear was scrawny, thin and sad, and looked just like a clown. That's not our bear's dress, Alan thought. And I guess it's getting him down. Alan skidded to a halt. Sound effects for free there. And asked, Are you all right there, Mr. Bear? No, I'm not. I've been abandoned. And the humans just don't care. I've danced for them and balanced on balls, but now I'm all worn out. They've no need for me, you see. Now I don't make them scream and shout. Oh dear. Well, when it comes to respecting the earth, Alan said, I can see the humans just don't bother. And if they can't do that, then we really can't expect them to respect each other. So... Mr. Bear, why don't you and I and that girl I met today do something together to show them all there is a different way? Mr. Bear raised his paw and swore for sure that there and then he would join the fight. So they went and found the little girl and she knew that they were right. The three unlikely friends flew back to where it had all begun. You see, Alan had a plan and it was quite a simple one. Piece by piece they started to take bits of plastic out the sea. And piece by piece people started to see the sea's fantastic beauty. And as they saw how gorgeous it was, they wanted to see more and more. But the three friends couldn't work fast enough. They needed help with their chore. So the bullies from the girls' school helped her form a line. And with them all working together, the plastic was out of the sea in no time. And the people from the circus came and used their circus skills. They flew and jumped and span until, and this they thought was Brill. Every piece of plastic was in the spaceship and headed into space, where it would be used to build homes and libraries for Alan's alien race. Alan looked around and saw that everyone was friends. The girl and bear gave him a hug. How nice to have a happy end. The seagull flew by and said, Oh boy, I think you might have done it. I thought we'd lost the human race. 
but it looks like you've just won it. You see, Alan knew our world was wonderful, and now you know it too. And now, thanks to Alan, we all know that if we look after the world, the world will always look after you. So that was the story of Alan the Alien. And like I said, I went around lots and lots and lots of libraries over the summer sharing that story and also the story of Valentina Tereshkova, the first lady ever to go into space. And because I told that story, I have had a question in about Alan from a listener who heard me tell that story in Wales, I believe. This is a question from Monkey Cara. I do hope I said that right. And her question is, what happens to Alan next? Is he still going to be flying his space rocket or in a submarine helping clearing the ocean? Well, I think... I think that if there was a sequel, we would find him in a submarine helping to clear the ocean because the ocean is a bit like space, isn't it? It's a very mysterious world that we don't know a lot about and it needs our help. And I think that Alan loves planet Earth so much that he will do whatever he can to keep it clean. I'm sure he'll pop back to his planet to make sure that the schools and the libraries are being built. Um... That was a very good question. And what do you think, dear listener? What will Alan be doing in Alan the Alien Part 2, the sequel? Um, let me know. If you've got any ideas, uh, send a message to me on Facebook or Instagram. Just search for at Stories, Or you can even send an email to info at Petite Pantos. And also, uh, finding uh, this question, I also found a joke that Jenny Scott would like to share from her three-year-old. Um, I hope you're sitting comfortably. This is a uh, rip-a-roaring comedy fest. What do you call a cow eating grass? Well, I don't know. What do you call a cow eating grass? A lawn mower. But um, tsh. Do you get it? A lawn mower, because it's a cow. A lawn mower. If you say lawn mower, I, I think you sound Scottish. It's a lawn mower. Well, there we go. Lovely. Uh, thank you, Jenny. And thank you, Monkey, for sharing your questions and uh, your jokes. And now it's time for the book recommendation of the week. Ba -ba -da -ba 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 -ba. And I'm very excited about this one because this is a bit of a classic. I'm sure that the mums and dads and the grown-ups listening will have read this. I'm a little bit older than the book itself. But I do remember my school having a cuddly version of this character in one of the classrooms and now you can see lots and lots of uh, art and design focused around this character because he's full of bright wonderful colours. If you haven't guessed, and I suspect you haven't because I've not given you too much information, if you haven't guessed already, my book recommendation this week is Elma the Elephant by David McKee. Now Elmer is a patchwork elephant. He's got all these lovely little brightly coloured squares on him. And he looks very different to all the other elephants. And he makes all the other elephants laugh. They all love having him being around and they love him entertaining them. But deep down, all Elmer wants to be is exactly the same as everybody else. So he goes and finds some plants and covers himself 
in a grey colour to disguise himself, but when he gets back to his pack tribe, horde, I don't know, what, they, what do elephants have? Do we have a pack of elephants? A pack of elephants. I'm going to go with a pack. Uh, when he gets back to his pack, no, I don't think that sounds right. When he gets back to his group, his family, his friends, his elephant friends, and because they don't recognise him, the atmosphere is very different. They're all a bit sombre and a bit bored. And then it rains and Elmer's true colours are revealed and everybody cheers up and he realises that the thing that makes him special is the thing that makes him different to everybody else. And the amazing thing about this is that the thing... I'm running out of steam here, aren't I, darlings? Is it's the truth for all of us? The thing that is... Um, what am I saying? The thing that makes us different to everybody else is the thing that makes us special. And Elmer tells us that in the most beautiful way. Now, this book is published by Anderson Press, and you can get it almost everywhere. And there's lots and lots of different Elmer stories, but the one I'm recommending to you is purely called Elmer, and it's the absolute OG classic. So I hope you enjoy it. So thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast. Where will I be soon? I hear you cry. Well, you lucky things. If you live in Molsey, which is in Surrey, I'm going to be there on Tuesday, the 12th of November at 3.30pm at the library. And then I'm going to the Story House in Chester on Friday, November the 15th. I'll be there at 4pm. The following week, I'm going to be doing my Storytime Roadshow at the OSO Art Centre in Barnes on the November the 21st and 22nd, but at 8pm. So that's a performance for the slightly older listeners to my podcast. And on the 23rd of November, I'll be in Sprousley Library in Norfolk at 11am or 11.30. And on the 24th, I'll be visiting the beautiful town of Southsea, to go to Pigeon Books. So I hope that I will see you there. And don't forget, if you'd like to know where I'm going to be, you can always follow me on Facebook and Instagram. Just search for at Stories. You can send me your questions, your comments, your queries, and you can also email them to me at info at petitepantos.com. I cannot wait to hear from you, and you never know, I might even read them out like I did a little earlier. Bye. It's story time with Mama G. Come and hear a story with me. Love who you want to be, who you are. Learn these lessons and we'll go far. It's story time. Story time. Story time with Mama G.